I'm Dr. Brian Goldman, host of the CBC podcast, The Dose. Each week, we answer vital health questions that will help you thrive, like, what does my mental health have to do with my gut? How can I prevent melanoma? How much sleep do I really need? And how can I manage my health without a family doctor? I chat with the top experts to bring you the latest evidence in plain language, all in about 20 minutes. Find The Dose on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hi, welcome to Stump Kitchen. We're making um, shortbread stump print cookies today. Now this shortbread recipe, I made it during the holidays quite a bit. It's good, it's gluten-free, it's vegan, and it doesn't taste like you're eating cardboard. It's a good a good time. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get cooking. First thing we need- That's Alexis Hilliard, founder of Stump Kitchen in one of her videos on YouTube. She is a content creator, chef, and now recipient of the Governor General's Meritorious Service Award. She was presented with that medal yesterday. She has spent years championing representation for people with disabilities in the culinary world. Alexis joins us now from Edmonton. Alexis, good morning. Good morning. Congra- <laughs> so great to be here. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So aside what from... What a surprise. It, well, it's a great thing and a great honor. Aside from not tasting <laughs> like cardboard, what are stumped print cookies? <laughs> oh, the- <laughs> okay. Well, I, I was born without my left hand and I lovingly call my arm my stump. And so I use my stump as a cooking tool. And in that recipe, I was using it to make a little imprint inside the cookies. So you can put in jam or icing or whatever. So it's kind of like a fun take on thumbprint cookies, but I say stump print cookies. Can you tell me a bit more about yourself? I'd read somewhere, I mean, what some people might look at as a disability, you have talked about being a superpower in some ways. Absolutely. Um, and I, I do, I do have a disability. I do, I do use the word disabled to describe myself. I think it's a very important and powerful word, um, you know, to, to kind of position myself within society and culture. And, and I, I don't shy away from it as some, as some non-disabled people do. Um, but I, yeah, it's something that I was born with and they, they weren't sure what was happening. They thought something was really wrong when I was born, but they, after a while they were like, oh, she's fine. She's just missing a hand, you know? And, um, it's something my family, you know, really supported and loved about me and helped me love about myself. And it's just, it's just the cutest, like I even have a name for my stump. My, you know, we call him Bebe and he's got a personality and he talks to people and he plays games and it's, it's just such a beautiful gift. And I just want people to know that, you know, I, I don't, you're right. Like, I think that people kind of, they look at somebody, you know, maybe missing a limb or with a disability or whatever. And they're like, oh, so sad. This and is what she like, does. This is what she doesn't have, right? Yeah, exactly. It's such a lack. I think we, the, you know, the, the narratives around disability in our dominant culture are just so, um, they're just not great. They're awful. And I, I hope to change that. And I think my work is doing that. And I feel very honored to be able to do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, people sometimes ask like, Oh, like, don't you wish you had two hands? And I'm like, heck no. Could you imagine? Like, what do you do with all those extra fingers? (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell me about the stump kitchen. You don't have to think that you're making a difference, by the way. I mean, the governor general has acknowledged that. And you have all these people who watch you on YouTube as well. Tell me about the stump kitchen and where this came from. Yeah, so it, it came out of kind of an accident. I I decided to become vegan, and I also had a gluten intolerance at the same time. This was around 2016. 
So I just had to learn how to cook for myself. Um, and I hadn't really been cooking much, you know, beforehand. And I was nervous to kind of get into the kitchen because not because of my hand, as some people might have thought, but because, um, you know, when you watch the Food Network, everything looks so perfect. And like, you know, it just, it seems um, a bit nerve wracking to try to get into the the cooking world. Mm -hmm. But as I slowly started with some easy recipes, ingredient by ingredient. Um, I just loved the process and I loved experimenting. And um, my partner was like, holy crap, like you're cooking in such a cool way. Like, look what you're doing. And I realized, oh yeah, like I'm using my stump. I was using it as a potato masher, as a lemon juicer or like a spatula without even thinking. And so really like literal embodied cooking and she was like you gotta film that and show people and so basically that's how stump kitchen was born i put out one episode and um it was just for fun but then slowly over time i realized that it was um important not just for myself to do as this fun kind of project in self-love it was important for the world to see you know themselves represented and and to have someone to ask questions to and then it's just kind of ballooned from there. So yeah, it was a happy accident. Really. Tell, tell me about the use of humor. You mentioned the juicer. There's a video called who, <laughs> who needs a juicer <laughs> <laughs> when you have a stump. Yeah. I, you know, I, humor has just been kind of a natural part of my life. I think I've, um, always used it as this, it's like a, a joy tactic that I use to literally, not consciously, I don't think, but it, it quote unquote disarms people when I'm able to, um, use humor and joy to refer to myself, to talk about the ways that I move through the world. And then once you've got people smiling and laughing, they are ready to take in new information and they're not necessarily seeing, you know, what, you know, their own assumptions about who you are or your disability or whatever, but like you've kind of got them on your side in a way. So I love how humor and, and cooking and, and I'm doing like cosplays now, painting characters on my stump. I love how those things get to people's humanity without them really knowing. And then you kind of hook them in and then you can really be like, okay, here's my life. Let me tell you about stuff and you know you can learn learn more about it authentically um i just think it's a great tool for for that kind of stuff where did you get the confidence that you have i mean you listen if you watch the videos you see it but i listen to you now and there's 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 a real confidence in in the fact that you can do this and that you know that you can make a difference in doing this where does that come from i think um well, I think it's the same place that, you know, anybody would get confidence. It's like experience, um, maybe upbringing. And I think um, for me, um, my family, they were, you know, my mom and dad were educators by trade and they just kind of let me take the lead and do things in the body that I was given. And they didn't try to change me or force me into um you know, like taking a lot of doctor's advice around, oh, you know, you have to wear a prosthetic. Like I would go to, I would go to kindergarten and take my prosthetic off and leave it on the windowsill and then, you know, put it on again before I came home. Mm. And eventually the teacher was like, t you know, told my mom like, hey, like she's not wearing her arm. And mom was like, oh, well then we won't even worry about it. And so that was really beautiful. But I think too, um, 
another example is like my mom and my younger sister, my younger sister is who I would like put on plays for with my arm. Um, she actually was the one that named him Bebe. She was trying to say baby hand, but she was so little, um, it came out Bebe. So, um, so that really instilled a beautiful confidence and, and self-love um, for my stump. But then like the three of us would practice school, like they would be the teacher or another student and they would pretend to ask me questions about my body and my arm, good questions, hard questions. So I had this practice and I could build up this lexicon of like how to talk about myself when I was just like four or five years old, um, which gave me a beautiful confidence, I guess, or, or just way to move through the world. Mm. So those early beginnings really helped. And then I, of course, like I did experience bullying. I did experience like self image issues, all these things that, I mean, anybody goes through as a child and a teen. Um, but this like foundation I had with my family and my own relationship with Bebe and the humor, um, just carried me through. And then now this stump kitchen work that I'm doing with the cooking and the cosplay, it's been this beautiful circle moment where it's got me right back to being a kid where I was like painting faces on my stump and just playing around. Um, so it's brought a lot of that childhood joy back. Um, so I think that's where the confidence comes from because it's like part of me doesn't really care what people think. <laughs> I'm just like, let's do it. Um, and part of me is just like, it's so joyful. I can't really help it. That's such a great answer. Um, we just, so in the last <laughs> couple of minutes, this is really successful and people are watching it. I just wonder what you hear back from the kids that might've been you, you know, way back when, but oh, when they see you and yeah. they see that confidence come screaming through the screen, um, just tell us in the yeah. last couple of minutes that we have, what do you hear back from them? Well, it makes me thinking about it. I'm getting tears in my eyes because it's, I, it's constant. I get messages every week from, you know, families and, and stuff. One example I'll tell you, like I, I get messages around like, um, you know, kids who don't want to hide their arms anymore because they've seen me. I get messages from parents who are have just had a baby with one hand and they're scared or, or a baby with a disability and they're scared of what their life is going to be like. And I get to say, you know, you guys are going to be okay. You're going to be a great team. That kid's going to be amazing. All these things, we talk about it. But I, I, um, I went to um, a weekend in Michigan uh, for the Lucky Finn Project. It's an organization that does like representation and celebration of limb differences, mm. and I'm an ambassador for them. But I went there in the summer, and all these kids have, you know, stumps or limb differences or, you know, bodies that are different. And I got to paint their limbs into characters, kind of like what I'm doing currently um, on my Instagram, doing mm. little cosplays. And I would take their arms and I would use their unique features. Um, like maybe they had one finger or maybe they had little fingers like myself or maybe none or maybe whatever. And I'd use those features to make certain characters that they asked for, like alligators or I did a, a rainbow with a pot of gold. Mm. And after each character, I got to say, like, your body was perfect for this alligator. Hmm. Nobody else can have an alligator like you. And their little faces just lit up so hard. Like, and I just was like, oh my gosh. So it's, I, I'm getting so much out of it. And I'm feeling so honored and blessed because I, I get to see myself, my little, the little version of myself all the time in these kids that they deserve this. They deserve to see themselves fully and authentically celebrated um, and loved for who they are. That's awesome. That's just really amazing. Okay, we have to Thanks. let you go. What's for dinner tonight? What are you making in the kitchen? 
Oh my gosh, I just got back from Ottawa. We might do takeout, lol. <laughs> the stump kitchen is not open every day. Just on, Not on, every day. I'm a parent. <laughs> I'm real. <laughs> Congratulations on everything that you're doing and the success Thank and you, the Mark. award from the Governor General. Thank you so much. What a great pleasure to meet you. Alexis Hilliard is a YouTube creator, disability activist, and founder of Stump Kitchen. And yesterday, yes, she was in Ottawa to receive the Governor General's Meritorious Service Award. You can find her if you just Google Stump Kitchen. You'll be able to see some of those videos. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.